The current spoiler warning level is, Emerald. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Emerald. Um, it should be pretty safe for you because we're talking about a machine from Mobile Suit Double Zeta Gundam, as well as a variant from a choose-your-own-adventure called Mobile Suit Gundam Shars Return, which is extremely non-canon, and also a variant from a game. Um, so nothing should be spoilery, and please enjoy the episode. Hello, friends and folks. Welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG. We're here to talk about all sorts of big metal friends. I'm Six Detmar from Scanline Media. I'm Dylan. Wait, hold on. You said big metal friends. Are there, is there anything that is all sorts? No, they all have metal. I can't. I can't be a pedant about this. Um, I know there are some ceramic armors used occasionally, but I don't think mm -hmm. any mobile suit uses like. I mean, they they stall the frame and stuff. Not, right, right. There are no there are no mobile suits you could sneak through a metal. There, there's no mobile suit that's essentially just a, an animated golem. <laughs> um. All right. Well, hi, I'm Dylan. I'm here. There's our there's our goal. That's 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 your next job, uh, Gundam designers. Is you need to give us a mobile suit that's entirely ceramic. <laughs> All right. So we're just gonna we're just gonna roll. Yeah, we're just the, gonna roll. Do the normal thing. Okay. Let's just do normal. See if it gives us fucking Gundam X again, then maybe I'll have second thoughts about rolling. <laughs> it's actually giving us the latter half of our early UC list. Woo! That's good. Okay, let's see what we get. Uh, oh. Oh. What did we get? What did we get? What did we get? We got the NZ Triple Zero Queen Mansa. Oh. Or Queen Mantha if you're feeling nasty. <laughs> well, okay. Um, and there are a couple of variants we can talk about with this. This this is gonna be fun. Yeah. Including a pretty major thing. Uh, but I think it would be best to talk about it here because you know. Anyway, we'll start with the double Zeta. Uh, Queen Mansa though. Queen Mantha. Uh, trying to remember if there's any other ways I've seen it spelled over the years. No, I think those are the two. Is Queen Mansa Queen? Uh, Queen Mantha. Quib Magma. It says here. Oh. That doesn't say that I like. No, I was gonna say how. <laughs> I was like, how? Who put that where? Um. Anyway, all right. So NZ zero zero. Uh, are we gonna go with Queen Mantha or Queen Mantha? I can't remember what the the problem is. I use the name so interchangeably. I actually don't have an opinion on which one is more important. Um. Because like I'm trying to think, what did the actual subs use? We got Queen Mansa in the the models can't even help us because you have the Queen Mansa, which is the one four hundredth, and then Queen Mantha for the uh, SD. So great. Uh, I I'll, like I'll go with I Mantha. Like, yeah, I like Queen Mantha better. Yeah, same. That's the one that like in my head sounds better. Anyway, all right, Queen Mantha. So the uh, NC zero 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 Queen Mantha. This is a. Near the end of the series mobile suit, uh, used in Mobile Suit Gundam Double Zeta, um, 
you've got it piloted by it actually has two pilots i should know uh you've got uh play and Gle uh, play two and glemmy uh both do use this one um and yeah so the the queen mantha uh, queen mantha um it's it's a lot it's really cool uh it feels to me looking at the design just at a quick glance basically like a Xeon gundam again <laughs> mm -hmm. um and there's a few reasons for this though um so yeah this is this is used near the end of double zeta um this is basically introduced in like the last oh i'm trying to remember the last few episodes it's in but it, it, it's near the end though and it, it does a lot of stuff uh in its little bit of time it does get to do a lot um and it is a cool mobile suit um very destructive and also big because it is essentially uh, you know it's that mobile suit mobile armor thing where it's like you know i i i don't think i've ever actually seen this one referred to as mobile suit this one might al always be mobile armor or sorry mobile suit unlike um the psycho gundam which sometimes gets referred to as just the mobile armor um and that which is I, I wonder if it's because the Psycho Gundam folds up, whereas this just this is always in like a mobile suit mode. You know? Yeah, I mean the Psycho Gundam has that mobile armor mode, and that is the first way that we see it. And so there's sort of an argument that I think some people have of like which is the primary mode. Is yeah, it, it's like is it a mobile armor with a mobile suit mode, or is it a mobile suit with a mobile armor mode? Yeah, this there's no real alternate modes. This is just what you get. So start starting with the design. Um. Starting from the head, you get you get this really cool looking head that has like, it, like I said, it feels like a Xeon Gundam, right? It's got two mm -hmm. eyes, it's got a faceplate, it's got a separated chin detail, it's got like, you, it's you, kind of got a V fin. Yeah, you've got a V fin, you've got a forehead camera, um, you know, no mohawk or anything, but it, like the the remnants of that are still there, um. Mm -hmm. It's got a little bumpy on the top. You've got like little, you know, vents on the sides. It's a cool. It's a really cool looking head. I like the head design a lot. On yeah, the, on the it's funny because describing it, you know, you're describing all these elements of a Gundam face, right? Yeah. But like, I I think it successfully incorporates all those without really looking like a Gundam. Mm-hmm. And it, actually, the even the forehead camera. The the funny thing with it is, um, the design of the like forehead plate reminds me a lot of the Jigen from you know CCA and stuff. Mm. Um, just with the camera on it, and then you've got the two antenna. But I it, was gonna it, say the whole look kind of reminds me of the Hakushiki, at least front on. Oh yeah, front on definitely. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, I guess the Hakushiki does have like the forehead segment right. You know, in my in my head, it's hard to remember that as a forehead segment just because the coloration is all the same. But no, it mm. does, it does have that, like yeah, little forehead plate, um, which you know, uh, it's cool. Uh, I think it's a good head overall. Um, moving on down to the body, you've got this really sleek rounded armor um, th throughout, and it, it I like the way this looks a lot on the torso, especially like. I like the way that, like, you can see that there's... So, I say that there's a cockpit, but if I'm remembering right, I think both cockpit seats are in the head, right? I don't know. I'm trying I to remember. Know. It's been a little while now. Uh, there is... Yes, a tandem seat, and it's in the head. So, even though, like, the chest has this design, it's there's no chest cockpit, even though it has, like, that yellow armor... And then you've got the uh, sort of like green over it. Like it looks like it would be a cockpit hatch. 
match. Mm-hmm. But it's not. Um, but it, it does have that look, and it looks cool. You've got two cannons in place of vents. Um, you've got a, like a little divot in the top of the chest armor that has like light green armor on the inside. Um, lo- lots of cool rounded sections of like plate though, and I really like the way it looks. Um, moving on to the shoulders, you've got two very like tall arms is how I would describe these. They're very like the the actual top of the arms is like this big like vertical piece with two huge binders attached to, uh, to either arm. Mm-hmm. Um, the um, shoulder binders uh, both contain like these uh, thrusters at the end, as well as these giant beam sabers. Um, there's also uh, besides thrusters in there, at the very end, actually, you have um, mega particle guns as well. Um, I believe the parts that you see at the end with the red part I believe those are the mega particle guns, but we also see like when it opens the th- like binder, we see like you know, air thrust etc. coming out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, these are cool. These are like the, probably like the main notable feature, the thing that makes it like shaped uniquely. Um, so and it's got two giant beam sabers that have just sword handles. I love them because they're just they're just short swords, um, which is cool. They are huge. They're just huge big sword um so as you move down the arm though you've got again this like big rounded armor throughout um i like the knuckle guards that this has are like i guess like forearm guard like the separate forearm section there Mm -hmm. um and then on the arms you can see a yellow you know more beam cannons this thing has a lot of beams on it um so you've got mega particle guns in the arms, kind of cubelet style, and you, you've got some normal hands in there. Um, moving on down to the waist, yeah, another just bunch of cool armor for the waist. Uh, on the tail, you have a huge tail binder, uh, again very cubelet style, um, which of course, being a cubelet style thing, also contains funnels, thirty of them. Uh, which is quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, then, um, as you go down the legs, the legs you've got some big thigh armor. I, again, another thing I really like. Like, so if you look at the top of the leg, you've got your usual like sort of ballish joint connecting into the waist. But then you've got like this huge thigh armor that basically like the outer parts of the thigh armor go up in such a way that it almost looks like they would like lock in with like the um the way the side skirts are designed because the side skirts aren't really side skirts there's just armor kind of bolted there it's not it like your feels, usual ones it kind of feels evocative of like uh comfort sort mm-hmm. of joint yep yeah it's just i really like the way it hangs up though and like has mm-hmm. this like big armor there uh you've got big knees uh the knees are going down and uh sticking out uh, which cool looking armor uh the legs you've got the cool scoopy thrusters that you get in a lot of uh double zeta designs um on the inner leg they're short it's actually very reminiscent of the dove and wolf the way these are because like you've got the inner leg uh short thrusters and then on the outer parts of the leg you've got two longer ones sticking out or i mean hell even the double zeta has like you know thrusters kind of like this um mm-hmm. on both sides um it's it's good. It's good. This thing's just great. Uh, and then for the feet, uh, 
got this cool split toe design for the foot. Very unique looking feet, actually, for, like, a mobile suit. Um, the rear heel is, like, you have, like, a rear heel that's in a slight different color, and then the front toes are, like, a yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love the detail on these legs. We've talked about how there are some legs that look really plain. I love these ones, though. Like, the knees, all the lines, the way the side, like, the sides of the uh, calves have the thrusters um the the black like the heavy black used throughout them just cool looking legs this whole mobile suit is just great mm-hmm. oh uh should also mention uh on the back of the torso you have a backpack that itself is like shaped similarly to the tail binder like it's just like you know a point going backwards and out um and that has two thrusters on the back of it um which is cool it lo- it's cool looking this whole thing looks cool it's a big sort of buggy friend um Mm -hmm. and i i love this mobile suit a lot i I also really like uh the um and rose uh custom colors that Mm -hmm. exist for it where it is like different shades of red with some lime green highlighting and i think it looks really sick yep and then you've got like that heavy kind of like panel lining that is done like uh it it's so uh, I believe it's the same team that also works on like the GBO games, like GBO one and GBO two. Mm-hmm. So that explains like why the aesthetic is very like GBO like on these. Sure. Uh, you've got that, that same kind of you know complex panel lining going on, mm-hmm. uh, but it looks pretty good here. Uh, the Anne Rose one is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so uh, for armaments, we already mentioned a couple. You've got the wrist beam cannons. Uh, you've got beam cannons at the end of the binders. You've got the beam cannons in the chest. These are all just big mega particle guns. Uh, also has um, a head-mounted mega particle gun that is actually a three-barrel one. Um, I'm trying to see actually where is the three-barrel mega particle gun mounted though on the head? It mentions a head one, but yeah it's hard to see where exactly it is let me see here it's not in the mouth there because that's the cockpit hatch Mm -hmm. is it behind that forehead jewel maybe i'm trying to think of it does it use that again hard to remember because it's been a while since i've watched i'm trying to look at like the screen caps Mm -hmm. um but like as far as i know because I'm pretty sure the mouth that's the mouth opening there that you see in like the picture of the head detail pretty mm-hmm. sure that's the cockpit hatch um don't know but apparently it has them so apparently it's got <laughs> those um then you've got uh the giant beam sabers stored in the shoulders mm-hmm. um you've got the funnels 30 funnels lots of them um which, you know, ridiculous. Uh, the head can detach from the main body. It does have... So, it, it's weird. It has not, like, a normal eye field. It has something called a mega particle deflector. It's basically an eye field. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, you fire at it and the beams go around it. Um, it uh, the thing that makes this even more upgraded, I guess, is that it is fully reflective rather than just bendy. Like, it does mention that it can actually redirect the beams back to their point of origin, so I guess, like, rather than, like, you know, every time we see an eye field, it's normally, you have a shot, and the beams will bend around it. It's this Metal Gear Solid 2 it. Fortune, with the bullets just curving around you. Yeah. Uh, this one actually, like, fully reflects. 
Worlds uh, mm-hmm. themes. So, which I mean, I guess that's more improved. Um, either way, it's a basically a bubble of invincibility towards beams. So, which is always cool. I think barriers are great. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, it has a psychomy system because you know bubbles. Um, but yeah, uh, this thing's cool. Uh, it feels like like the thing that it does that is like until I saw the 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 Quinn Mantha I didn't think could really be done is mm-hmm. we have the introduction of the Quebly at the end of Zeta mm-hmm. and it is this very different vision for the aesthetics of a mobile suit and you know we get the the Quebly Mark II and it's you know it's a little different but it's mostly just here's the Quebly again right mm-hmm. um and so it sort of feels like there's this just looks like this this different other line of of what mobile suits could look like. And the Quinn Man the Quinn Mantha does again what I thought couldn't really be done very effectively, which is incorporating that design back into sort of like classical Xeon design in a way that I think looks really cool. Yeah, and it's like it, it yeah, it's very unique, but it still has yeah, you can still see that lineage there of it being very, you know, Kibale esque. Um very like like, you know, all the rounded curvy bits and such. Um, it's just, it's a very unique design. And mm-hmm. not only that, like, I would venture to say, because we're going to talk about some variants, I would say that even the base Queen, uh, Queen Mantha uh, is basically more unique than what comes from it in mm. some ways. You know, like, like the way it has like a two eye look, but still like, it's not like a normal Gundam head or like what you expect a two eye look to look like, really. Mm-hmm. Like it has the features. It, it's kind of like the Gundam Mark V, right? Where it it has the hallmarks of a Gundam, like when you're just describing them in words, but the look is not the same. Um, yeah. It, and it's just something else entirely. Not only that, again, this thing is huge though, which is another really cool point towards it. I think honestly is just mm-hmm. that it is. I believe 40 meters, 42 meters. Uh, the head is 39 meters. Um, so I guess it gains a little bit from like the back and the uh, shoulder binders being a little bit above the head. But mm-hmm. yeah, this thing is huge. This is a big thing, which is why I almost even called it the mobile armor earlier too, just because in my head, you know, ah, it's big. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, um, other bits that you don't even really get to see too much are. Uh, underneath the binder like the arms and like the backpack and stuff you have a lot of like little cables which again cool i I like visible cables on a mobile suit um you can kind of see the arm ones um and then from the rear shot you can see that there are like cables going from like the chest the little bumps where like the mega particle cannons are and stuff all the Mm -hmm. way into the uh backpack but they're not super visible other than the rear shot which actually has like one of the binders removed so that you can actually see all of that. Um, I, I like it. I wish there was more models of it. I know why there's not. It's huge. It's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the problem with huge designs, right? You've got a series of scale models, which makes it a lot harder for them to, uh, you know, do anything that isn't like an SB. Same reason we don't have a modern Elmeth scale model. Yeah. Um, it would just be huge. But I would get it. I would probably get it if it existed a high grade of this. Hell yeah. Yeah, it would, it would be pretty um, sick. 
So, uh, I guess... Uh, before before oh. we get into it, I will say, uh, before we get into variants, um, if you're looking for discussion of the variant from Significantly Future Gundam, uh, there is a separate episode already for that. So, yeah. go um, listen to that. Oh, wait, did we... Oh, right, we did do the Kshatriya shoot. Sorry, we're getting to the point where I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot we did that. Uh, yeah. Good on you. I'm, look, I just like talking about mobile suits. I'm just here to do that. Uh, I, I would have talked about it again. Um, I'm, the, yeah. I'm the one who tracks the cannon. So, <laughs> I will say regarding that real quick, um, just a little bit bit just to talk about real quick. Um, I do think this looks more unique than that one. I, I do. Thing. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I think that one actually draws off even further older aesthetics uh, rather than like this, which is incorporating, like you mentioned, incorporating like both Xeon aesthetics and its own thing into like this cool, unique thing. Um, I just needed to mention that. Uh, that I, it's important that I mention it because I know a lot of people like that one, but I think this one's cooler. <laughs> For yeah, I mean, I like that one too, but I just like this one better. I Yeah, that's the thing. It's, you know. All right, so variants uh actual variants um we've got a couple uh first we have talk about the one that is still within uc first because one Mm -hmm. of these is like a video game based custom so uh we have the hmx 000 nocturne this one's a little bit weird because we only have two images of this we have someone's fan art and then some very small book art but I still think we should talk about this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will say the fan art definitely is more drawing off of future things. I don't think this is old fan art. I think this is new fan art. Yeah. Uh, just it, given the design. It reminds me of a machine from Hathaway's, for instance. Yeah. But um, so the you have the HMX 000X3 Nocturne. Um, sometimes it doesn't have the X3. I don't know what the distinguish is there. Um, but, uh, so it is based apparently, like, uh, it, it is based on the Queen Mansa. It is given the HMX thing, though, which is interesting to me because I guess this is used by the Earth Federation? This is specifically I a... so. Yeah, this is specifically yeah. the Federation. I'm try- I was just trying to think in my head what H could be. Right, because here's the mm-hmm. thing: if NZ 000, very obviously like Neo Zeon, right? Um, mm-hmm. But then you have HMX here, and it's just like, what is HMX? What could that be? But anyway, this is basically a Federation take on the design, and it even has little hallmarks of being more Federation based. Other than it's still a mono eye unit, it's really weird. This, I guess, the better way of putting it. Less Federation based. It feels like a Titans mobile suit, right? Um, but like you can see, like the fan art, the way like things are drawn on that, and you can see a little bit of that even in the final art. It has like more normal like feet and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but otherwise, this is just a weird, just a weird looking Queen Mantha. Um, yeah, we don't have a lot of uh, a lot of like story around like where this thing came from. Nope. It was and used I, in a duel. And I guess my assumption, given its design and everything, is that maybe they com- they captured an incomplete uh, Quinn Mantha and finished it with their own tech? Yeah. Th- I could definitely see that. Or 
something along those lines. I'm actually trying to see. So yeah, when this book came out, this was actually a game book, like an adventure, you know, mm. a choose your own adventure book um, from 1988 March, um, which that's actually pretty early too to be doing a weird side story. Um, mm-hmm. It's interesting that it fights Char in 0090. Um, I guess, yeah, the Federation is using in that, like, you know, a mixture of modern units, older units from Zeta, and then, like, that, the Nocturne. The Nocturne is actually looking at it like the main unique unit introduced. There's also a Giradoga prototype that is used, I'm presuming, by Char, um, but that doesn't get to uh, do much. I'm very curious about this. I know that we won't ever actually get to see it, but I am curious about it. Um, no, no one's gonna ever translate a game book from 1988. <laughs> no one's going to. There's a couple of game books actually too that have weird little designs like this uh, in the Zeta era. Um, but for the other variant of this, uh, this is actually from a game. This is from Gundam Tri Age. So we have the uh the Queen Mantha or Queen Mansa Septet. <laughs> um. So, Septet, six. Six, can you tell me why this would be called the Septet, just looking at it? Uh, because I pilot it. Ah, right. It's mine. Um, no. That's why it's in uh, pink. I love pink. <laughs> uh, it has, it has six binders. Yeah, it does. That's uh, true. it has it six me. shoulder binders. Uh, they are segmented differently. It's fine. It's fine, six. It's fine. <laughs> um, and actually, because I have emulated the 3ds version of this game i can actually show you some pictures show you more views that maybe the gundam wiki doesn't really seem to have because it mainly just has a couple of like the you know has the artwork and then it has like the in-game screen caps but like from like the article you know advertising it Mm -hmm. uh this design rules because let me show you what it does so uh otherwise a lot of the rest of the body is the same right the head torso the actual arm design, the legs, etc., are all the same. The main thing is just it gets the it, it gets the six binders instead. Um, mm-hmm. And so here, let me see. Ah, there it is. And let me find the actual pictures of it in the Tri-H folder. So still has you know a ton of funnels that it can use. Um, it's it's binders I note are like a lot more like angled and like narrow so that it can fit six yeah not only that but let me show you what these can do because that's a lot of funnels let me see if the article mentions this actually no it doesn't so it mentions oh no it does mention them yeah so this has a septet mode where what it does is it separates these binders and uses them as small like funnels that are those look dope Uh uh-huh they're they great. have their own mono eyes. Yes, that's so like, good. Yeah, the top of them. Uh, you can see on the artwork basically. Oh, it's so, got that seam. It like pops open, and there's yeah, a mono eye under there. Pops open at the seam. They have little hidden claw arms, and yeah, they can also, I believe, remembering uh, correctly, fire beams. Yep. So they can fire beams and also do melee combat. That uh, rules. <laughs> they yeah. Um. They got little beam guns in their hands. Uh, these things are cool. I love them. Uh, just, yeah. Uh, just so you have 36, I guess, I, I would venture to guess. Because, like I said, the rest of the design is the same. So it should still have, you know, the 30 funnels. But also, it has six 
basically small-scale mobile armors it can control, um, which kind of rules. It's it's just cool. Um, I, I like when video games have fun with their designs, and this is because this doesn't actually have to be tied to anything in particular. This one's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, that's that. Uh, trying to think. I don't think there's any other variant, unfortunately, to talk about then, because we talked about the major big one from another yeah. feature series. The only um, the only ways to go are forward, which we've already covered, or backward and talk about you know like these a are... bunch of cubelays, and I think that's too much. Yeah, no, no, cubelays they get their own episode. That's that they're their own thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I guess that would be it for this week's uh primary episode. Yeah. Oh. Six, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, so you can find me, uh, I'm Scanline Media, so you can find me at scanlinemedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlinemedia. What about you, Dylan? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at lowpolyrobot, and, um, yeah, that's just where I post things. Started playing Final Fantasy VII now, uh, again. Oh, you're, you and your, you and your niche indie games. Uh, yeah. Look, (laughs) well, to be fair, comma. This is original Final Fantasy VII. There's still a lot of people that haven't played it, actually. It doesn't help with the... Re- like, that, the whole reason I wasn't playing it is because, you know, the remake was out now, and I was just like, ah, is it going to be tacky to play it? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. If people don't know FF7 things, I tag my posts. People will... They can mute it. They really, really, really care about original FF7 spoilers. Mm. Um, But yeah um it's fun the game's fun uh it was like one of the last games i played before i started using retroarch and started having all my ps1 games look amazingly beautiful in it and now that i have like you know the shader i like and everything it's like oh this rules games with pre-rendered backgrounds are goddamn gorgeous and i'm too much of a coward to play resident evil 2 um so you should play it it's great oh I'm no even, i love it not, i played through resident evil person, 2 and 3 but... I liked Resident Evil 2 and 3 both a lot. Uh, 2 I like a little bit more, but I don't think 3 is awful. Um, but it's just, they're hard games for me to play because I'm a big coward. But I have played through Resident Evil 2 a couple of times, um, and I do like it. Um, I'd probably live treat that. Maybe Galarian's also. That's the other pre-rendered background game I was testing out the look of. You know what Galarian's is, 6? I don't. Uh, well, uh... You know how there was a lot of those, like, survival horror games on the PS1 that people would do, right? That were, like, you know, tank controls, etc., etc., pre-rendered backgrounds. Uh, imagine if instead of having a gun, you had psychic powers. And also, you were a very moody teenager. And also, you could actually lose control of your powers. And then, like, when that happens, your health drains. But every time you walk near someone, their head explodes. Game kind of rules. Um... Hmm. It's a very strange game. Uh, I haven't gotten very far into it, but uh, I mainly know it from its opening being mostly our main character, like, Rion yelling. Is it pronounced Ryan or Rion? I don't know. Anyway, uh, mostly him yelling and then, like, some kind of, like, drum and bass, like, you know, 90s-ass video game opening. And then he's just yelling as it's showing an opening. And that's the main things I know about it. It's a very strange game. Um, In the vein of, like other again resident evil clones that are very strange games like martian gothic i I tend to like a lot of them though just because they're 
they're unique and you don't really get things like that in the same way anymore you know um but anyway big ramble about games at the end here uh but yeah that's it for me all right well thank you for joining us everyone uh i'm gonna go do something else for a bit because now it's my turn to be happy you're not happy for a show <laughs> this is a plug quote i know but look listen i only have so many quotes <laughs> peace Chihuahua